Hi, with winter holidays coming up or maybe New Year's resolutions uh, uh, to read more, listeners may be looking for some ideas of books for kids. So I'm talking with Carol Roberts, Young People Services Librarian at Troy Public Library, who has some suggestions for some winter books. Carol, what do you have for us today? Hi, Bria. Um, thanks for having me. I've got a few new books that we have, and uh, I'm going to start with my favorite. This is called Otter, O-D-D-E-R, and it's by Katherine Applegate. Um, and she also wrote the one and only Ivan. And what's cool about this um, book is that it talks, well, it's it written in verse, and it's also from the perspective of the animals, which I always love. And it's about a little otter who ends up at um, Monterey Bay Aquarium. And she was rescued when she was a um, a little tot, and then at some point um, she comes back again after an injury. And uh, there's also a perspective of a shark, and uh, that's where it gets kind of suspenseful. So here's this fun tale that puts you in the mind of the animals. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. And uh, this is called The Queen of Play. Nobody plays like Otter plays, nobody has her moves. She loves to roughhouse, can be pushy and eager, too unruly for some. But watching her work the water is a joy. She doesn't just swim to the bottom, she dive bombs. She doesn't just somersault, she triple donuts. She doesn't just ride the waves, she makes them. The shark, meanwhile, is closer to the mouth of the sloth, still hunting a soundless ocean ghost. He can eat hugely, gorge, then go for days unfed. But a sea otter is always eating. Luckily, her belly doubles as a dinner table. Without the swaddling blubber of a seal or whale, she must consume a quarter of her weight each day. Abalones and sea urchins, octopuses and sea stars, mussels and crabs and clams, like a carb-loading marathoner, like a hummingbird sipping nectar, dawn to dusk. A swaddling something. I love the, the wording in, in that piece. Thank you so much. And the next book. This is, um, oh, let me tell you, the, uh, the otter would be ideal for, I would say, ages 8 to 12. And now let's continue with The Aquanaut by Dan Santat who was also um, a Caldecott medalist, which means he had won previously the, the greatest prize. And that's Aquanaut, A-Q-U-A-N-A-U-T. He had won the, um, the largest prize in children's literature for illustration, which is no small thing. Um, anyhow, this gothic, or graphic, graphic novel um, is about um, a young girl, and her father is a scientist, who unfortunately dies at sea. He's a marine biologist, and uh, his brother, who is his partner in running um, this place called Aqualand, and the brother takes on um, the mission of, of the deceased captain, and it's actually about these 
creatures that come back in the form of an aquanaut, and uh, they think it's a mysterious diver when in fact it's a trio of silly creatures, it's humorous, and uh, they're trying to get a message to the daughter sent from her father. And so it's a fun tale. There are underwater scenes which are done in kind of a, a greenish blue, so they sort of stand out that way in contrast to the above water scenes which are very colorful. And, and it has sort of a Calvin and Hobbes look to it with three or four panels per page in blocked into to frames, uh, big faces ma- making noises. It looks very cool. It's a fun book, and it's for ages 8 to 11, and uh, it's, uh, it's a big one. It's a, it's a substantial um, amount of pages, but of course a lot of those are just um, images, which will move the tale along, of course. Terrific. So we've got an otter, we've got an underwater aquanaut. What's next? I have the Science Spellbook, Magical Experiments for Kids, and this is written by Cara Florence. This would be appropriate, I would say, for ages seven and up, grades two to five. Um, It's great for engaging children's sense of wonder. Um, And so the theme of magic just draws the children in, but then um, it, the book, or rather the author goes in and she explains the science underneath. So for example, would you call something a liquid mixture or an elixir of enlightenment? Um, so the magical premise, as I said, it guides, uh, guides children towards um, the information, and then it explains um, different Um, principles in science, for example, forces. Okay, so that would be like gravity. Um, And then pH, which is referred to as infusions, things like disappearing ink. There's 25 experiments, really fun, um, and you can even prepare a meal that glows under a black light, which I find really exciting. Somehow I envision it glowing inside one's stomach and lighting up your skin. Well, it might. There's, an, there's a recipe for um, a tea that turns blue in the presence of ultraviolet light. And, of course, with pH, they're talking about things like um, indicators. So sort of like, you know, when you would do a litmus test on something and, uh, you know, the liquid would change a substance from blue to pink or vice versa. Well, that sounds like there could be some fun holiday activities to do with kids. Yes, very much so. Um, and again, uh, you, I should mention that probably kids want to do that with a grown-up, um, just in case. I mean, some of them, the experiments may call for boiling water, things like that. So just to be on the safe side. And what age group did you say that would be for? Um, ages seven and up. Great. And oh, another beautifully illustrated book. This is called Snow Horses, A First Night Story. And this is by the late Patricia McLaughlin, who uh, was a Newbery winner. And uh, the illustrator the illustrator for this book was a Caldecott Honor winning artist, um, Misha Archer. 
And this is a first night story. And this is an outsized book, maybe 14 by 14, 15 by 15, large. But, oh, I'm getting cold looking at these double-page spread of snow background with beautiful illustrated trees. And the way the text um, is on the page, it's sort of, it's sort of set up as if it were um, in verse. For example, snow falling all day, all night, drifting over meadows and gardens and roads. The large and gentle Percheron horses, Tim and Tom, midnight black, are excited. They wait patiently in their barn. The snow-covered sheep run into the warm barn, complaining in sheep talk. But Tim and Tom love winter. They love the snow. They love, they know the large sleighs outside. I'm coming, snow horses, calls their driver, Jenny. Sheep talk, would that be bah, humbug? Um... I imagine the ba, the humbug part, I can't, I can't attest to, but uh, the illustrations are lovely. Um, they kind of look like fabric almost, sort of a collage effect, um, but I believe, um, yes, you know, it's even just paper, although it, it really does look like fabric. Um, and uh, you get the sense of the quiet that you have on a snowy night. Um, so it looks like almost all the illustrations are two-page spreads, which is really nice and makes it, it gives a lot more room for detail. Right. It, it gives me more room for detail, but it also um, draws you in so you feel like you're, you're actually there. So you're a little less removed. Um, Tim and Tom pull the sleigh past the library with a light in every window, across the old stone bridge, along the icy river, up the hill and down the hill, where in every window of every house there are little lights, the town sparkles. And if you look at, again, at these brilliant um, multiple shades of blue um, and the coolness of it, you can see, for example, in the stars, they really look like um, paper cutouts. Thank you. So those are four beautiful books for kids. Otter, O-D-D-E-R, Aqua, not, Science Spell Book, and Snow Horses. Thank you to Carol Roberts from Troy Public Library Young People's Services Department. This is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thanks a lot, Carol. Thank you, Bria.